show him your father's painting. channel thank you so much for tuning in i'm your host miles brown and today's topic is why getting married won't solve your sexual sin um recently i had a young brother of mine get married and after the wedding he came to me kind of feeling it a little bit um, because he thought just like a lot of people I know who get married that once they get married this desire for other women will go away um, that God because of this covenant that has been cut will miraculously take attraction out of your eyes and you'll only have eyes for your wife. And even though as men who love God, we would want that to be true, that, oh, I don't, I'm not thinking about no other woman ever. Uh, you know, it's a good thought to have, but those who've walked with God long enough understand that sin is something that in every area of life, you will have to battle that forever. And sexual sin is certainly not an easy one to overcome. Uh, and today we're gonna to talk about some reasons why and hopefully leave with some instructions on how to battle it. So the first thing is, the first reason why I believe sexual sin does not go away after marriage you still have eyes you still have eyes and if you have not trained those eyes to look away to not indulge in sundress season leggings are everywhere the gym is a breeding ground for um booty uh breasts, anything that will tantalize the male eyes is available the second you walk out the house. This does not change now that you're married. Um, and in some cases and in some ways it intensifies and we're going to get to those a little bit later. Um, my suggestion is that you learn to train your eyes through repentance. Every time you look at the female the wrong way, just repent in your heart for the thought crossing your mind. Be vigilant, cast down all imaginations. Um, because like Jesus said, it's not good enough just not to sleep with them. You have to not even imagine the sex with them. You have to not even think about, oh, what would it feel like to touch that, that her, her breast or her butt or whatever. 
You know, you have to really stay dil diligent. And in today's society, um, especially living in America like I do, you walk outside, there's a million chicks with leggings on. There's a ton of them with sundresses. There's a ton of them with cleavage, with dresses with the cleavage goes down to their belly button. And to be a married man in this environment, diligence and discipline is key. It's not something you can play with because one thing that I know is that a thought leads to an action. An action leads to a habit and a habit leads to a lifestyle. So if you're living a lifestyle of sexual immorality, you're heading for hell. So the, the best way to cut down on those things would be to cast down all imagination. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I still repent to this day um, when I go out. It, it's, it's something I'm going to have to do until the day I die. It has gotten much easier along the years. Um, just knowing how much can be taken away from you and destroyed, the deeper you get with a with your wife and create life and children and all of these things, uh, you can lose a lot. Um, mainly your character. Second, your money. Third, your children. It can it can be a slippery slope to not have good discipline over your eyes and not lingering too long or dwelling too long. And if you catch yourself lingering and dwelling, repent instantly. Get those ideas out of your mind. The second thing um, that marriage does not, a reason why marriage does not solve sexual sin, your wife's body will change over time. The wall like in the red pill community, like they talk about the wall is undefeated. That's your wife included. You know, you may love her. You may respect her. You may have all the love in the world for this woman. You may never cheat on her ever, but it's not going to change the fact that that young thing that you married is going to become an old thing. You're going to become an old thing. We all going to become old. We all are living in a fleshly vessel that is rotting daily. Um, and one of the main things that accelerates a woman's decline um, from body image would be pregnancy. One, two, three kids. And the body that you used to see back in the day is going to be completely different than the body that you unwrap and you uncover down the line. And honestly, pregnancy is such a beautiful thing. The stretch marks and all of that stuff, uh, as a grown man, it should not bother you. You know, um, the saggy breasts, they should not bother you. It's one of those things where when you mature and you respect other things other than just the, the, the flesh, when you look past the flesh, when you get deeper into the spirit of someone, when you see what they contribute to your life, it becomes a lot easier to look away from just the physical aspect of what your mate brings to the table. And one of the things that I like to encourage uh, for newlyweds is that 
stay on top of each other, both male and female, when it comes to staying healthy, looking fit. This is a great counteraction to the inevitable, which is time and pregnancy. It's going to happen at some point. But if you have a routine in place and your wife and yourself make it a point to stay looking good, to eat healthy, to encourage each other that you want the best version of each other. I've seen people who after pregnancy look better than they did before once they found out what they could look like with some extra weight on. I've seen people who, I've seen marriages where you're you like in my marriage you get married young you can eat whatever you want and then father time comes in kids come in and those donuts you used to could eat are hitting a lot different um so another thing that can help is encouraging you and your wife to stay active and to have this mindset of we're not just looking beautiful for ourselves we're looking beautiful for our our spouse, you know, um, because the inevitable is going to happen. You're going to have kids, you're going to get old, but you can look good as you age and you can look good after pregnancy. It's just make sure that the discipline is there. And during that time, support your wife heavy. Um, I know she's going to have these pregnancy cravings. That's one of the things I think most women deal with. My wife dealt with it pregnancy cravings um each kid is gonna is going to affect the the wife's body completely different our first kid didn't affect my wife's body the same as the second kid um then there's things like c-sections where the first time we had a natural birth the second time she was cut open you know so understanding these things from a male perspective of my wife's body is about to be traumatized. She's going through trauma. And it's a natural trauma, but it's still no less a trauma. And we need to, as men, encourage our wives during these most vulnerable times because postpartum depression is super duper real. There's no way around it. And you have to be the stronger vessel in that moment. And God lays that on us because we have an even kill. We don't have uh, a fluctuating hormone with the um, menstrual cycle. So we're on an even kill. So it's up to us to keep the sanity during this very insane time in your life where a whole human being is growing in the stomach of your spouse. And so I can do a whole nother video on that. So we're going to move on past to number three. Women, a certain type of woman will find you more attractive. Um, one thing I didn't notice was that there, once I got married, this ring attracted a lot of unstable, toxic women. The first type of toxic woman being the ones who love danger. Um, they just want to try you because 
it's a little dangerous. It's like, ooh, he married. I want to see if I can get him away from his girl. I want to flirt in front of him, in front of his 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 wife, and see what he do. Uh, I want to throw little tidbits out there to see if he might bite. And it get you know that danger factor for those women excite them like they don't get as excited for a single guy who can really they could build a life with these women are not that's not what they want they want some danger they want some excitement they want some drama and any any woman that is seeking you out knowing that you are married that woman is drama that woman is an agent of chaos and that woman will destroy your life believe me um Another type of woman that becomes very attracted to you, to you after marriage is the person who does not want to commit, the non-committal person. When she sees a person that's not that's in a relationship, she's like, "Ooh, this is great. I can flirt with this person. I can do all of the stuff, and I know won't nothing happen. It doesn't matter." what her intentions are she can still strike up sexual thoughts and imaginations in your mind if you let these type of relationships get out of control um they tend to happen at work uh they tend to happen where places are very social like the gym they tend to happen uh wherever you frequent the most publicly and you become familiar with the people around you. It can happen at a store that you frequent all the time, a clerk, who knows. But these type of situations lurk all the time. And as a married man, I would say not that you can't be friends with people, but understand that everybody's intentions for your friendship aren't pure. Um. And I'm going to leave that one at that because we can go a whole nother video on the type of women that are attracted to married men. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, moving forward. The last thing that I kind of want to jump into is lust and sexual sin will set in when you as the man realize after marriage this is the last woman if you truly love christ if you truly love god and even those men will slip up i haven't thank god when it hits you that this is the last woman you will have sex with it doesn't matter how fine your wife is it doesn't matter how great and beautiful and how well she takes care of you and how much she brings to your life it is a mental hurdle to realize that you will never, ever penetrate another woman ever again. And it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of repentance to God, a lot of. Because men, we don't like to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Like as much as you love your spouse, it doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that attraction is real. You know, you leave people around each other for long enough times. Things happen. And 
understanding not to leap to put yourself in these situations, understanding when these situations are happening to remove yourself, to make it known, look, I am taken, I am committed. I truly love my family and my structure. I'm not willing to lose any of this for you. And like I said, if you're dealing with the wrong people, that will turn them on. So mostly in your mind, you need to really understand. And the last thing I want to leave y'all with is lust only goes down. It never goes away, but lust only goes down through repenting and discipline. I reiterated this a bunch in this video because, and there's one last thing, fasting. Sometimes you have to fast and ask God to break those demons off of your life. The lust demon, the booty demon, the breast demon, all of those things where your eyes, as soon as you walk through the Wegmans, you boom. As soon as you walk to the gym, bang. As soon as you walk outside your building or your home and you see this and that, you have to ask God to remove that that desire, that longing, that lust, and break that chain from your life because it could be generational, especially if you come from a lineage of men who cheat and think it's okay, especially if you come from uh, a toxic family who, you know, it, 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 we all, we, we've all been there. We know what the deal is, but some things are only broken through repentance deep prayer and disciplining yourself strictly. So I'm going to jump in while I was editing. Uh, three other points came to my mind. And the first one was watch what you look at on TV um, and YouTube and any media because one thing that's worked for me to cut down on lust, I don't even watch sex scenes in movies no more. I fast forward. Um, this may seem crazy at first to like do that, but what I've realized is most sex scenes, you get the point. You know what's about to happen. So just go ahead and skip because... Instead of it just being a thought, it's the whole situation that's happening. Um, and you don't need that imagination running wild. That could lead to pornography. Um, it could lead to more sexual immorality. So when you're watching TV, understand that. I know you're an adult. You're going to want to watch what you want to watch, even though most of the stuff on TV now is straight up satanic anyway. But if you're going to watch a movie, have the decency to guard your mind and your spirit by fast forwarding those sex scenes. Um, another thing that I think helps tremendously with sexual sin after getting married is unfollow any social media thotties. So if you on TikTok and you know it's a bunch of jiggling going on you on instagram scantily clad pictures pinterest 
cut it all out. Like every single anywhere where these women are making a living, showing skin and I guess promoting these fashion brands that are selling thotty clothes, just unfollow all of it. Like your life, your mind, your purpose will thank you by getting those distractions out of your head um, and, uh, and help you avoid sexual immorality. And the last thing is limit where you go with your single friends. Let them know the strip club is not the place for a saved married man. Leave those things alone. Um, certain, I don't even have to bring it up, but clubs, anywhere where it's going to be a ton of hormones jumping around, limit your behavior there. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's somewhere you can't bring your spouse, I clearly we all want to have, uh, dudes trips and we want to go and we want to hang out. Just understand that you can't partake in everything. You know, um, but don't get rid of your friends. I'm not saying that. I'm saying limit. Understand you have to screen and scrutinize what's about to happen at these places because your salvation means more than a fun night. Your marriage means more than a fun night. You could be meeting the demon that's going to ruin your marriage at one of these events and one of these places that open up a door to something where this sexual immorality grows into something even worse, like adultery. Um, you know, so marriage is not for the weak. Marriage is not for somebody who is wishy-washy and marriage is not for the undisciplined. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Any questions, comment, concerns, leave them in the, uh, comment section. And I thank you all so much for tuning in. Until next time, peace.